Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 722 for the 30th of Cheshvan in a regular year. If you are listening to this episode and it's actually the 30th of Cheshvan, then uh, happy Rosh Chodesh to you. Uh, it's the first of second of two days Rosh Chodesh for this month. However, as mentioned in yesterday's episode, there are many years when there are only 29 days of the month of Cheshvan, in which case we actually learn today's episode, the 30th of Cheshvan, on the 29th, 9th of Cheshvan together with the, with uh, with the 29th of Cheshvan's day. So we learned both 29th and 30th of Cheshvan on the 29th of Cheshvan. So with that being said, today's episode is a continuation of yesterday's episode. And in today's episode, we're going to be bringing some um, clarity into some of the questions that came up in yesterday's episode. So in yesterday's episode, we brought up this idea that uh, having good intention, the right kind of intention when we study Torah, uh, creates angels in the world of Bria. And when we have such similar kind of good intention when we pray, this similarly creates angels in the world of Bria, in that same world. However, when a person does not have this really good intention, if a person just has like kind of a neutral intention, they're kind of distracted while they study Torah, then in that case, the angels are only created in the world of Yitzira. However, there are angels that are created there versus when it comes to to prayer, when a person prays in such a way that is kind of lacking in this really good intention, then that prayer doesn't ascend at all and it stays down here. And we were left with the question as to what is the difference? Why is there a different effect in the case of Torah study versus prayer? And that's what we're going to be addressing today. So today we're going to really talk about the difference between Torah study and prayer and why it does have these different effects. So I think we can get straight into the text because the text is pretty straightforward and it will really, you know, guide us through this understanding and seeing what, you know, very, in a very kind of obvious way, what the difference is between Torah study and prayer uh, when we really start to analyze and think about these two activities. So for context, we're, we're in the middle of essay three of Kuntur's Ahran. And so the altar rabbi begins here and he says that the difference between Torah study and prayer without intention is understood on its own. Like it's pretty obvious. What's the difference between learning Torah and praying is that if somebody learns Torah, like the, by virtue of when we say I am learning Torah, this means that you have to understand what it, what it is that you're learning, right? Like if somebody just like sits and reads, but their mind is elsewhere, they're not actually learning. To say that you're learning Torah, it means that you're focusing on the words. So it means that there is some kind of intention there, no matter what. Um, but 
okay, so maybe you're not learning in uh, in a really holy way. Like maybe you're not necessarily thinking about God consciously and arousing feelings of love of God while you're learning it. You're you're really like maybe when you're you know think to yourself now when you're um, studying this Tanya, um, how much of the time are you consciously thinking about God and feeling this great love of God? I mean, maybe you are, you know, which is great, but maybe a lot of the times you're merely just trying to focus on trying to understand these things. So you're not consciously thinking about God, but yet you are very much engaged in the process of learning, which shows that there really is a certain type of, of uh, intent there. But so it may not be like a manifest love of God, but you are tapping into your latent love of God. This is why you are learning Torah. This is it's it's there, even if you're not conscious of it. So this is the difference with Torah study versus prayer that in Torah study, even if a person isn't necessarily on this like very big spiritual high while they're learning Torah study and focusing on God, there's still an intention there versus when a person prays by contrast, a person could just pray and say the words you're saying the words out loud, but your mind is totally elsewhere and you're really, really, really not focused on the words that you're saying. So that's, that's the difference. And that kind of gives us an insight into the difference into the effects that each of these have. So this is why we can understand now that with prayer without intention it doesn't go anywhere because there is there's really no intention versus Torah study without intention meaning Torah study without focusing on your love and fear of God does still have some kind of intention so it does create some kind of effects and that effect is that it creates angels that ascend to the level of Yetzira so it doesn't so it, it doesn't necessarily the Torah study itself doesn't ascend on high the way that it would if a person had this intention of their love and fear of God, but it, but it does create angels that ascend to the level of Yetzirah. Now there is an exception to this. What's the exception? The exception is that a person learns not just in like a neutral way where it's like, they're just trying to understand the concepts, but they're trying to, they're learning in an ego way. They're learning for the self of, uh, the sake of self aggrandizement, um, for the sake of like really, you know, having everybody look at them and see how smart they are, how intellectual they are, that they know so much Torah. In that case, then this Torah study does not ascend at all. It doesn't ascend higher than the sun, according to the Zohar, Parshat Vayechi, page 223b. Um, and this is because a person's ego basically blocks it because of a person's thoughts and intents intent is clothed within the letters of Torah and it prevents them from ascending. So it's like you're sort of getting in the way. Okay, and now let's contrast this with prayer. So in prayer too, a person might be praying and they might be thinking something else. They might really, really not be focused on the prayer. Nevertheless, there is a difference because prayer like by its very nature is you're focused on God. You're praying to God. So thus, a person can actually fix their prayer. So if a person prays without intense and they're really distracted while they pray, then the way to rectify this is actually to, uh, throughout the year, to, to pick different portions of the prayer and just focus, take one portion um, per day and really focus on it, really, really try to hone in on your love and fear of God. And if piecemeal by piecemeal, if like every, you know, step along the way, you, you slowly piece together the entirety of the prayer, where every day you're focusing on a different aspect of it, a different part of the prayer, this can actually elevate your entire prayer. And the altar rabbis cites a sefer called Mikdash Melech in Parshat Pikudai to support this. And 
this basically is in contrast to Torah study because Torah study with, um, for the sake of ego, for the self of aggrandizement cannot be re rectified in such a matter. A person can't just like go back and learn all that Torah study that they learned, but just have the right intention this time. They actually have to go and do tshuva. They have to repent. They have to really reorient their whole entire mindset, their whole focus in order to rectify that Torah study. So that's the end of this section. And so I'm gonna just sum it all up and um, and reiterate what it is that we learned here. So we're talking about prayer and we're talking about Torah study and the effect of our intention on both. So one thing I should mention, which I, I forgot to mention in the introduction, is that this essay, this essay in Kuntur's Akron, is actually sort of like it fits, It um it's a good, addendum to chapters 39 and chapters 40 of the first part of Tanya, the section known as Sefer Shilbenonim, where the Altrepet has a whole discussion about the different worlds to which the soul ascends as a result of their Torah study and their prayer. And what's explained there is that there are two main types of positive intention that a person can have when they study Torah or when they engage in prayer. And both of those involve tapping into our love and fear of God, but just on different levels. So we know that there's the idea of our innate love and fear of God. And that innate love and fear of God, which is more emotionally based, is uh, associated with the world of Yetzirah. So when a person studies Torah or prays, while tapping into their innate love and fear of God, then this causes their soul and in fact their prayer or Torah study itself to ascend to the world of Yetzirah. On the other hand, if a person even goes higher than this and generates an intellectually based love and fear of God, like they really take the time to really try to understand God. So it's not just like a simple like love and fear of God, but it's really, it comes through a more kind of sophisticated, quote unquote, understanding of godly ideas, then this can cause their souls as well as their Torah study and their prayer to ascend to the level of Bria. And so what we learned about today is sort of the continuation of this idea of what happens if a person studies uh, or praise, but doesn't have either of these intentions is really just not feeling it, not on an intellectual level, not on an emotional level. What then? And so we kind of broke down the different categories. We said, okay, well, if there's Torah study without intention, while this not, might not have uh, their soul, well, their soul and this Torah study may not ascend to the higher worlds, it's, it creates angels nevertheless. And these angels ascend to the level of Yetzirah. And the reason why there can be this kind of ascension is because even Torah study without intention, quote unquote, there's always some type of intention because in order to really learn Torah study properly, then a person really needs to be engaged in the subject matter, which means that they're re they really are focusing to some extent uh, on this Torah study, which means God is there. He's, he's present, even if it's kind of like not in the most overt way. The exception to this is if a person learns Torah for the wrong reasons. If a person learns Torah for the sake of ego, self-aggrandizement, all of that, then the Torah study does not ascend at all. And the only way to rectify this is by doing tshuva, is by really going back and like having a person examine themselves as a full person and returning to God. Now we look at prayer. 
And the thing with prayer is that, yes, well, ideally we want to pray with intent and we want to really arouse this love and fear of God within us, uh, either on an emotional level or on an intellectual level. If a person does not do this, if a person just like prays by rote, like blah, 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 like they're just like mumbling the words and they're distracted, they're not thinking about God or whatever, it doesn't ascend at all. Unlike the Torah study that does ascend and creates angels, there's no ascension that happens whatsoever. However, the good news when it comes to prayer is it's much easier to fix than Torah study. And you don't have to go back and do this whole intense process of uh, repentance and all of that. You merely need to go back and you need to say these prayers again. And we say these prayers day after day after day and pick different portions of the prayer that you're going to say with intent. And when you say those same parts of the prayer with intention now that you before didn't, this actually is going to elevate that portion of the prayer so that eventually you can get through the entire sitter, all of the the prayers, and you can elevate all of them and it can cause that ascension to happen. So that's it for today. And we will continue with this essay tomorrow. And so I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak Ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.